Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Countryfied UK podcast, brought to you all the way from the United Kingdom, bringing you your weekly fix of everything country. And now your hosts, Alex and Blaine. Hey guys, I'm Alex and I'm with my boy Blaine. Hey, hey, hey. Well guys, welcome to episode number 36. 30, we're, we're, we're past the past the halfway mark towards 40. Getting closer and closer. Um, it's just, you're looking at me like... Honestly, I, I do not know how you keep up with the... Uh... With the numbers. But, well, I'm not going to lie. I was trying to remember if it was 36 or 35, but I've, I've just, I've taken a guess. It's 36. So uh, today we've got an interview that, uh, well, we've got two interviews. Um, one is with Claudia Heuser, um, who is like a, like, I mean, what what is she? Is she, is she a, she's a musician. She's an entrepreneur. She's just she's an actress. Yeah, she dabbles in a bit of everything. Yeah, I was gonna say she does she does everything. Um she's very talented. She's a yeah, I literally I can't tell you'll find out in the interview. She's got so many things going on that it's uh, it's hard to explain right now. And then we've got our good friend Charlotte Young back on as well, who is promoting her new uh, single that's uh, coming out. But once again, we'll let we'll let Charlotte all uh, get into all of that. I'll not give anything away just yet, but uh, no, that's all, all exciting. Um, yeah, so going on uh, the Claudia thing. That I mean, we 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 witnessed two of her brands. Um, one was the whiskey, and one was the coffee. Yeah, I loved I loved how she product placement right in that interview right there. Um, I can't quite remember the bloke's name, but right, Tony, on, Tony, right on cue, Tony, right. <laughs> he yeah, he, he knew. He knew what he was doing. But uh, no, like, well, first off, Claudia, what an uh, interesting and like, fan- like, first off, like, what a fantastic singer. Like, yeah. amazing voice, amazing songs, like, great lyrics. And like, and then we found out that she's an actress and everything like that. And honestly, and this is one thing I love about doing this podcast is like the people that we get to talk to, like, it's generally like the best thing in the world. A hundred percent, especially since we are so passionate about this. Yeah, it's uh, it is really it's it's good fun. It's a laugh, and uh, we had plenty of laughs with Claudia, and we always have laughs with Charlotte. Yeah, and um, just just whilst we're on the uh, topic of Claudia, uh, throughout the interview, um, she talks quite a bit about her um, own brand of um, whiskey, and it was just like I was just thinking the other day, I. How much we enjoy a good whiskey, like oh yeah, oh yes. But there was one in particular that you didn't quite quite like. Which one was that? Wild turkey. It was the oh, one where we went that, to keep uh, it. Yeah. Oh, that was awful. Yeah, that was absolutely disgusting. I remember handing it to you, and that is and the I remember one handing time it back. I've never seen you take a drink. Like <laughs> you were like, oh, take this one back. Yeah. I was going to say, it's not like me. No, normally, I'm just like, yeah, yeah, go on. But oh, as soon as I took a sip of that, it was, oh. I know. It's um, whis- like, yeah. A traumatic so We're starting to become like a bit of connoisseurs and whiskey, but what is your favorite type? Um, I like uh, Maker's Mark. Maker's Mark? Yeah. I thought you were going to go with Old Faithful JD. 
No, no, JD. I do like JD. I, I'll be honest with you. It's always going to be JD and Coke, but um, it's because I like uh, I like an old fashioned as well. Yeah, and that's made with uh, Maker's Mark. I'm so. not. I'm not a big fan of old fashions, to be fair. However, like there is one brand that I hate. Well, hate's a bit of a strong word, but as long as it's not Claudius, <laughs> Jim Bean. Oh yeah, you don't. Jim, like Jim Bean's Bean. got like a. It's got a bit of a nasty taste. I don't mind smashing Jim Bean if I'm on like a night out, like, and I want a cheap night out. But mm. if I'm going to go other ways, like Buffalo Trace is lovely, like Still House, all that stuff. Knobs but... Creek. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never tried it, but it's a good name. Tim's favourite. Tim's favourite, hi. <laughs> but uh, it's been an interesting week for us because um, we've literally, uh, as soon as we uh, wrapped up the interviews and stuff like that, the day after, we went to the cinema and we went and seen. Keith Urban's wife's new movie. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, wow. Why Tragic. did you bring that up? Because I, I, I want to warn people never to go and see that movie again. Or just ever. Just don't do it. That was that was heartbreaking, The Northman. Yeah, like, we all know, like, it's got some good actors in, and, like, Nicole Kidman's, like, a great actress. Um, but come on, like... Oh, I, I I would have loved to have seen Keith Urban's reaction, like like at the premiere, like sat there with his wife, big smile on his face, watching the movie. Oh yes, congratulations! Once they got home behind that door, when all the windows were closed, I reckon he went. That was horrible. Yeah, it's just why did you sign up for that? Come on, Nicole, you're better than that. But I suppose every actress and actor is allowed that one movie. Yeah. Because I'll tell you what, it is rare that Nicole Kidman goes into a film um, and it's bad. Yeah, like, like, That's the first time I've seen uh, like a film with her in it that's awful. I mean, like I'm a huge fan of Ryan Reynolds. I've loved them since his early days of like Van Wilder. But I mean, I enjoyed Green Lantern, but oh, a lot of people didn't. No. And then he had like R.I.P.D. And, you know, like his career was going out the window and then obviously came up with the script for Deadpool. And that literally resu- like resurrected his career. Yeah. Um, but so li- literally, Nicole, any more of them? You're going to have to do it, Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> I was going to say. I keep's going to have to support you with his music. <laughs> yeah. I, I, well, at least he had Blake Lively. Um, but, uh, I mean, we're not going to do too much talking uh, on this episode because we've got two people who's going to do a lot of talking for us. Um, well, to be fair, we're going to do a lot of talking in the interview anyway. Yeah, we do uh, do our fair share. We do our fair share. We always do our fair share. We're just chatterboxes. But um, what we'll do is we'll get into the first one, which is uh, Claudia Hoiser, um, which I had to make sure I said a name right, and it's it's with like a Z. Silent Z. Yeah, Hoiser. Um, So I was quite chuffed with myself, and now I keep saying it's that. She's probably going to get saying, oh, you've overemphasized the Z now. Um. But anywho, uh, without further ado, we'll get into it, and uh, we hope you enjoy it. So we're now joined by Claudia Heuser, which uh, which we've just spent a few minutes practicing the name, and I feel like I got it right. Is that you did? You nailed it. It was perfect. I'm so I'm so happy. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Having a good day. I was up very early this morning with already a radio interview. So, um, of course, I went back to sleep as fast as I possibly could just to rest up to be here with you guys today. Uh, so I was, was going to say, I, I thought you were going to say that you got up so early this morning to prepare for this interview. 
That's what you. That would have been. That was. I was mentally preparing in my sleep. Yeah, I mean that. That's what. That's how we prepare. We have a good nap. Like you see, this couch that we're on now, about twenty minute power nap, and then we're ready with the questions. We have nothing written down. We just in our mind. Yeah, well, we we dream about it. That's great. That's really good. Well, I can't wait to hear what you came up with during your nap. Well, obviously, a perfect first question to get things going. So, Claudia, how did this all begin for you with your music? And well, we'll talk about something else a little later. But we'll start (laughs) with your music. That is, it's honestly a tough question to answer because it seems like in, for one instance, it's like it happened in the blink of an eye. And in another, it's been a long haul and a lot of hard work. Um, But basically it all started with obviously my love of music and always wanting to be a singer, but never really thinking I could turn that into a career. And um, when I was away at school, I was introduced by a friend to my now manager and producer, and he really helped open those doors and show me how we could make this a life path for me, if that's what I wanted. And luckily, thanks to social media and people out there following along like crazy, I've been able to really do this and just wake up every day and do what I love. And I'm so, so grateful for that. So it's been, it's been amazing. Oh, that's cool. I mean, I, I like how you said that's a hard question, but you just gave it like an absolute class answer. Like, so. well, I could talk about it forever. I mean, everything one step led to another, and it's really like been a long book just unfolding. And I, I don't even know what's next. And I just keep hoping for the best and working as hard as I can. And um, we've just had some amazing things happen lately with music videos and my yeah. my debut album. It's finally getting out there. So it's been just. A little Cinderella story for me. Oh, that's brilliant. So was that like when you're saying about like he pre- like your manager presented like a career path? Prior to that, was there a point where you thought actually this could be a career that I could like pursue? It was really hard. That was one of my toughest realizations. Was like putting that. I always separated the two. You know, there was work, and then there was play. Like I love to just, you know, stay home on the weekends, write some songs, play out in little coffee shops. I always figured, you know, that's like the fun time. And then you've still got to go off and do your real big girl job, no matter what that is. And I was in college. um, I was going for communications and public relations and some marketing and stuff like that. So I eventually started bridging the two a little bit like, okay, maybe I could do some marketing style things within the country music world or music industry. And, um, my manager's like, well, you know, showing me that there were ways that I could incorporate my music into those scenarios. And I'm just like, I wasn't getting it. I'm like, I don't believe it, but I ended up doing my internship at the studio and pretty soon after I started the internship, we landed, um, I actually got to play a small role in a Netflix movie and they used about three of our songs in the film. And then it started to click for me, like, you know, I'm kind of seeing it. And we started working on just more and more music. And it's always been about quality lyrics and stories for me. Um, And that really helped me believe in the fact that this could be a career once I started seeing people latching onto those lyrics and following along with the stories and the songs, I was like, you know what? There's maybe a chance. There's a chance this could work. And it's just like one thing after the next, we had 
some songs and commercials after that. And um, just the social media took off huge doing classic country covers. Um, and country radio was a big part, especially because that really gave me the proof that I needed to prove to myself that um, people would take me seriously in the country music world. Being from upstate New York, I thought there was going to be a tough, I thought that was going to be tough, but turns out people love country music, no matter where they're from, obviously. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, we, we experienced that. In fact, that's something we talk about a lot of the time. It's mm-hmm. amazing. No matter where you go around the world, you'll always find someone who's like, Oh, I love country music. Yeah. You'll always find someone. Exactly. It's awesome. And, and I it feel, just, uh, go sorry, ahead. what are you going to say? I was just going to say, yeah, it turns out I was nervous going into it. I'm like, no one's going to accept me being from upstate New York. Like, I didn't grow up on a ranch, you know, and um, it turns out that everybody has that connection to home and family. And those are what my songs are all about. And um, I think that's the reason why the song Country Roads does so well, because yeah. no matter where you're from, you don't have to be from West Virginia. Everybody can connect to it. Yeah, everyone knows the word. You don't even have to love country music, and everyone knows the words to that. And no, you can always, hate country music it, exactly. and you love country roads. Yeah, and yet it's still got like a meaning to every single person. It doesn't like mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. You could be like a complete kind of explicit rap artist, and you play that song, and even they'll be like, "Oh, take me home." Oh, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, but, oh, going dramatic, by the way. You just went and mentioned something about a Netflix movie. Yeah, this was a while back. back. This was right right when we were getting started. Um, It was called Wildflower. And I got to play a very, very small role. Um, I had literally like one line. But it was so cool to be able to do that. And I'm hoping there's more of that in the future because that was something something else. Uh, Was was there any like big actors in this? Um, It was done locally in my hometown um there's a director here nick Tabella. he's amazing and he was putting it together and he had um natalie ramos natalia ramos i'm sorry come in for that and cody longo so um those were pretty big names to be around here filming and everything well, so, i mean i don't know them but i'm sure that's you have to check I, them out but then again i don't know all actors so, and actresses so <laughs> no and i'm so bad with names yeah. i probably just butchered them and i'm so sorry if i did but well, it, was, it makes a change. Yeah. <laughs> Someone else doing You're it. not the only one, Alex. Yes. <laughs> but um, you were saying, like, your music was featured in, like, these movies and, like, adverts. So was that the first time that your music had been, like, put out, like, when it was in this movie? I think I had put out a few things on my own, just little YouTube videos and stuff. And um, we were actually starting to write some material for an idea of doing like a girl country group called the flag girls. And it was like three or four of us. And we were trying to get together and write. And we had one of those songs start to take off a little bit on country radio. Um, it was a song called blue jean heart, which I now do with my full band. So you can definitely find that on Facebook and YouTube. It must be unreal. Like getting a, like your songs put into like adverts movies and then just realizing like, yeah, this is this is what I'm going to start pursuing because they are good, like, and people are now starting to like recognize that. Yeah, yeah. It, it definitely helps you realize, like, okay, I'm not totally crazy because obviously you hope that people are going to like your songs, people are going to want to listen to your music, but until they really do or until they show up to a live show, 
you don't really know that. So the commercials definitely and the movies definitely help solidify that confidence. Um, but there's nothing like seeing people come out to a live show because for you to actually leave your house and come over to listen to some original songs that you've only heard a couple times, maybe um, that just changes everything for me. That makes me feel like we can really do this. And we have a wicked summer lineup going on right now. So I'm very oh. excited about this summer. Oh, definitely. I can imagine. I mean, we'll definitely be talking about that in a moment, but there's no denying that you are, nothing short than hardworking due to the fact in 2019, you did 168 shows that year. Like that's, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we've done the research. Don't you worry. And <laughs> I'm still tired from that, by the way, but I don't think we're going to be imagine. very far off. I don't think we're going to be far off this year either. We've been nonstop. Not by the lineup that we saw just for the summer. I mean, that's incredible. Like how does that obviously tiring, but 168 shows is like, what was that like by the end? It's crazy. They've been growing as they go. So we've done a lot of acoustic things around town. We travel with the band. Um, we're just now this summer going to be doing a lot more with the full band around home and travel. Um, and it's been amazing to feel the difference in the show. Some are small and intimate, and I can literally see people starting to sing along to my original songs. And I'm like, oh, my God. They know the words. And then other times we're out there opening up for some of my favorite people in the entire world, Miranda Lambert, Brantley Gilbert, um, Blake Shelton. And I'm just in awe. Like, are we really doing this? Is there really like a couple thousand people out there watching? And um, it's just very surreal. That's awesome. I, I, I can't imagine being up on stage and just having people sing something back to me that I've written. Well, I mean, start with, I've never written anything, but I mean, in, in your perspective, that is obviously that they're singing your song back to you. It must be such an incredible feeling. It is, especially when someone will like run by you and say like, oh, you better do this song. And just the fact that they're looking forward to a certain something that you wrote. It's, it's really amazing. Oh, but that, cool. that goes down because like we were talking beforehand, like you're like such a box of tricks because not only like, Hopefully, like you sort of run businesses, you're a, like country singer and songwriter, but you also could be classed as like a social media influencer because like you've got a mass following on like Facebook and like putting videos out on there. It's just absolutely insane. Like what's that feeling like and what what's it like having a platform like that to put music out on? It is amazing. And I don't know how people did it without it. I'm so um thankful for Facebook, especially. And it's funny because you never really know which one is going to take off. If any, yeah. you know, some people are massive on YouTube. Some people are massive on Instagram and TikTok, and ours just happens to be Facebook. And we did this series called Hoiser Country Monday, where every Monday for about two years, we put out a new video of either me alone or me and my band covering a classic country song. And it just started growing and growing in popularity and it led to so many of these shows. I can, I can truly say that it was because of these videos, because we'd get a couple million views on our version of, I don't know, Jolene, Dolly Parton. And um, then somebody would call up, Hey, do you want to open for so-and-so we saw your video? And um, it's really, I have social media to thank for a lot of it. 
It's so, just amazing. It's like such a useful tool as well, because obviously we went into a lockdown, everyone was at home. So because you had that platform, you could still then like put your music out there for people to enjoy because we could, oh, yeah. couldn't do live shows and that. So yeah, one of my, definitely one of my biggest fears is like Facebook going down because that was one thing. It didn't matter. The whole world was stuck inside and we still got to create. And I actually finished up my album during that time and I was able to keep everybody posted on when it was coming and um, keep everybody up to date with what was going on and put out little snippets of the songs and lyric videos and stuff like that, all because of social media. So yeah, it was definitely helpful in the COVID times. It's such a first world problem. Like if my Wi-Fi goes down for more than 30 seconds, I, I'm having a meltdown. Having a <laughs> I know. It's, it's like, like, oh no, it better come back on. Yeah. Millennials. Pissy thing. <laughs> it, uh, you don't know what it was like having to like put sticks together just to get fired. No, no, but I was alive at the time where you had to plug your telephone line into the <laughs> telephone to get the internet and he used to like make a dial-up noise yeah, dial yeah. Up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was that just made like this little noise like a fiddle can you can you do the noise again no. <laughs> um <laughs> but uh yeah i always remember when you plug in uh, if if you go on uh so yeah broadband or internet it wasn't broadband then the internet your phone wouldn't work but you answer the phone and it was just like that yeah is that oh what you're trying gosh. to do you were like unlocking so many memories from what i I was so little. Uh, no matter how good or bad they were, like it's that's the problem. Yeah. As, as soon as anyone hears that kind of fax machine noise, everyone starts like kind of getting like that. Like, oh my goodness, can you remember that? And the yeah. amount of the amount of good computers I lost to LimeWire. Oh, <laughs> like, I charged all my computers with LimeWire. I know. My neighbor used to come over and like reinstall it for me, so I could download all the songs. Oh yeah. Burning CDs for everybody in school. And now we have streaming. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. So now let's push forward to, well, to now, I guess. Um, You've got all these upcoming shows and you've just done one this weekend. And that was with Chris Young. That's coming up, actually. That's, that's, that's this up. Sunday. Oh, my God. That's this Chris Sunday. Chris Young and Low Cash. Oh, that's going to be so amazing. It is. I, I, I can't wait. Yeah, we've seen Chris Young live and he was incredible. And just to be part of that show, it's going to, I bet that's just going to be an unreal experience. Yeah, it's cool because a lot of these I haven't seen live. Like, I love Chris Young so much. He's truly on my list of favorites and I have not seen him perform live yet. So it's going to be really cool to be there for the first time actually on stage before him. Um, I, I can't wait another second. I'm like counting down for this weekend. I, I, I bet. But who who was it this weekend, last weekend, I should say, that you've just performed with? Because it started uh, on the 22nd, didn't it? Yes, I did. I had a full band show at the um, a festival, a music festival in my hometown. So we had the Rochester Lilac Festival, which is pretty big in Rochester, New York. And it's really cool because it's something that growing up here, everybody goes. You just go every year. It's what you do. Like since you were born, you just go to the Lilac Festival every summer. So to be asked to play it this year was a really big deal. And it was a good way to kick off the summer shows with my full band. Um, We're just really excited about it. We had some news talking about us today and we were doing um, some interviews about it and just some post-show recap stuff. And it just gets you all excited and antsy about what's to come. There's one person I am jealous that you like are going to be like on the same bill as, and that is Toby Keith. 
Ooh, Toby. So he's one that I have seen. Uh, right. He was one of my first country concerts I ever went to. So to be able to open for him in California, which is so far from home for me, um, it's amazing. And I'm really excited about that. And that shows with Clay Walker, too. So yeah, it just seems like an unbelievable, crazy character. Um, yeah, I would love to meet him. But do you actually get to meet any of these artists as well when you're on these uh, bills? I do, most of them. Um, I got a chance to meet Miranda and Blake and Brantley Gilbert was a peach. He hung out with us like the whole time backstage. And a lot of them are just, they've been out on the road for a while and they're on the tour and they just want to know what you're up to. And they really take the time, a lot of these people, to just kind of get to know you backstage, which is very, very cool being, you know, an up-and-comer and, trying to feel out the ropes a little bit. It's really nice when these pros will take the time to um, just chat with you a little bit and see what you're all about. Well, that's cool. So I would love to talk about some of your kind of like entrepreneurs of uh, new stuff that you got, like your coffee blend. Yes. The coffee that I'm yeah. chugging on right now. Um, yeah, it was this was a big surprise. Everything I told you, it was like, it's like one thing after the next and it's all a bunch of surprises. Yeah. And the coffee was definitely one of those that took off better than we expected. Thanks to social media. Um, and that's really the whole reason it happened in the first place. Those Hoiser country Monday videos I was telling you about. So we hid a little coffee pot. I usually have one right here. I don't, hmm. There's usually one that's not too far. Oh, one second. Stolen. And Claudia has just left the interview. <laughs> it's co coffee addiction. It okay, so one of these, the espressos, the mocha pots. Oh, wow. We hid these in all of the Hoiser Country Monday videos, besides one. There's like 120 videos. We hid them in all the videos, and people started to pick up on it. And we really just did it because um, my manager, co-writer, producer, his name's Tony Gross. He owns the studios here at, G it's called GFI Studios. And when I first started coming here, he had this thing going on called the GFI Espresso Club. Oh, so and cool. so basically it was just the idea that every single session started with a pot of espresso and you could sit there and, you know, have good times, make good music over pots of coffee. And I was like, well, I need to be like a ringleader in this club because I think that sounds awesome. So anyways, it just became one of our things. We put these in all the videos and people started picking up on it and asking, you know, where's the coffee? Where's the coffee pot? Somebody find Claudia her coffee or she's going to go down, you know. Yeah. All the people's and, addictions. That's what yeah. it is, like the coffee addiction. Like, where's the it's coffee? It's like it became bigger than it actually was, even online, because people were like, oh, my God, she needs her coffee, which is pretty on point, though. So yeah. it was good. Yeah, we know the feeling. And then but, I was um, playing a show one night and the bar owner comes up to me. He's like, what's with the coffee pot and all the videos? And I told him I'm obsessed, whatever, you know, story I just told you. <laughs> and he goes to the back of the bar and talks with my manager for a while. And I can see them like scheming. They're up to something. <laughs> and then they both come up to me at the end of the night. And the owner of the bar is like, his name is Bucky. He's like, you know, aside from owning this bar, I've been in the coffee business my whole life. And how would you like to come up with your own blend to offer to your followers? And I'm like, what? 
that it's like the coolest thing I've ever heard, but I don't believe you for two seconds. I want to show me the coffee beans. Okay. Then we'll talk. And he, he was seriously coming out to the studio the next week with beans from all over the world, different machinery. I've never even seen before, like total coffee snob products here. And I'm like way in over my head, like, Oh my gosh, how are we going to do this? So we started taste testing and picking out like the best possible blends we could find and the best grinds and all that. Um, and it took a little bit longer than expected because we just really wanted to get it right. Make sure a lot of people, it'd be good for a lot of people's coffee palates because people are picky about their coffee. Anyways, we came up with Hoiser Country Blends and it is delicious. And we thought it was going to be like a little merch table item, but then we launched it online and it started shipping into over 15 countries. Thanks to our amazing social media following out there. And now it's like chain wide in grocery stores and it just, it's crazy. People love this stuff as much as I do. So it's amazing. Is that in the UK? It's not, but I can ship it to you guys. We're going to have to get you some. Oh, uh, I, was, I was just about to say, we, 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 coffee we love coffee. Yeah. Oh, good. Uh, we both love coffee so much. To the um, point that like, our Starbucks orders have like about, I think it's five, the, well, five shots of espresso. Yours has five shots of espresso in it. Can they even do that? Yeah. Five. But like when the woman shouts it out, everyone looks at you like you're some sort of psychopath. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I'm a huge coffee person and I'm still looking at you like, are you absolutely out of your mind? That's An- awesome. Answer to that is yes, he is. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> but um, Blaine, you're going to hate me for saying this. That coffee pot that you just showed us there, um, mm-hmm. the best way to describe that coffee pot, it looks like something from Harry Potter. I thought you were going to say Aladdin. From what? Yeah, absolutely. And Aladdin, no. right. This is actually an espresso pot. So it was like a little bit misleading, I guess, because I don't often put um my coffee in here but I've seen one of them it's all coffee it's all coffee you guys you put it on a hob yeah you put the water in the bottom yeah, and then the beans oh and then, you, and then you the beans the yeah it unscrews you put the oh you put the espresso in here the coffee oh. in here oh, and the water in there this and then crazy. you put it on the stove and it boils over it's like so campy you, you know, you've just blown Alex's mind. Uh, literally, it's, uh, it's like watching it's like, like a caveman with fire like a, here. It's like a revelation. <laughs> like, you know, when someone, or the best feeling I can give you, like on the description there, is like I just had an epiphany, but it wasn't my idea. Like that's, <laughs> like it's crazy. <laughs> Your life has changed from it's the crazy. days of blind wire. <laughs> well, you have to use them because it really is entertaining. It's very and it's delicious too. I love using them. Whistles as well. <laughs> I mean, I'll whistle, but I don't want to be sitting on a hob. Um, okay. So we go we go from coffee. Now we go into whiskey. Yes. So then coffee keeps growing. Um, just when you think that coffee's cool enough, because I was like totally good with that, right? Never thought. Way cooler than a T-shirt. I'm like, okay, I get to have coffee at my merch table and online and everything. And people are waking up, sipping the coffee listening to my music and letting me know, you know, that that's how their day started. And then a couple years later, I think it was a year later. Hold on. I have to phone a friend. Tony, was it a year later? We heard from Justin. Uh, maybe, two. maybe two years. Okay. We get, we get a call from 
some fans out in Idaho and they're huge fans of the coffee, huge fans of the music. They're ordering it out to work. They're like, it's our favorite coffee at work. Oh, and by the way, no, maybe a year. Okay, it was a year later. <laughs> I'm being corrected. <laughs> okay. So he's like, we're huge fans of it. It's all great. Blah, blah, blah. We love it. We love it. And by the way, we own a distillery out here in Idaho. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. They're like, we love your coffee so much. How would you like to try to turn it into something? Ooh. And I'm like, well, what does that mean? So we start working on something with them. It's called Centerfire Distillery. They're amazing. Um, we tweaked a recipe with them for a while because it started off as like a moonshine. It wasn't happening. <laughs> then we got into like the vodka a little bit. It's still a little bit. I don't know. I was like, I can't sip on it and sing a song. I have to like be able to just sip on it casually and sing. And then we hit it. And it was a coffee whiskey. So we actually barreled the coffee and whiskey together. It is called Drunken Bean. And I, I probably have a bottle of it around here somewhere, too. Can I phone a friend again? John? 100%. <laughs> Can I have a whiskey bottle? Get Tony on. Or a shot or two <laughs> for my friends here. I'll take a double with ice. I think a double. Blaine will take his with five shots of espresso. <laughs> Pigeon come across and bring it across from there. Yes. That was a fast pigeon. But uh, <laughs> the only I've actually tried coffee pigeon. bourbon before. Um, have you ever heard of a brand called Stillhouse? Stillhouse. I have heard of Stillhouse. So okay. this is different though. Here's what here's the one you were into yesterday. Oh, yeah. This was mine from yesterday. <laughs> oh. It's looking rather uh <laughs> that was a party. So this is drunken bean. And if you guys want, go check it out on Hoiser Country on Instagram, at Hoiser Country. That's the coffee and the whiskey Instagram. Um, And it's not in the UK yet, but maybe someday that would be a big Uh, goal, big dream. Make it happen. But what I love about that is not only are you making music, you're making whiskey. You're pretty much (laughs) like a lifestyle brand here. Like everyone's like got their fix of Claudia. Like what's like what is next? Are you making cloven bronze? You're gonna make some like potato chips. Hopefully, potato just chips. the music. It's so funny how like how little making music is in part of the process. You know, it's like you're in the studio. Well, we we took a sweet little while on my first my debut album. So um, it took us about four years to get that off the door, and then it's just like, oh my gosh, shows, coffee, whiskey, on the move, on the go all the time. And we're always just fighting to get back into the studio to write a little bit and to record a little bit. So that's what I'm hoping is next is just more music. But who knows? I think these two could keep me going for a while. You guys have to try them. 100%. But funny enough that you mentioned my album, because that came out in 2021. Um, And like, what was it like to finally release an album? It was just amazing, especially because we had been writing since I started working here at the studio in like 2016. That's when we really started taking it seriously and started trying to put out the uh, best songs that we could just get them down, get them recorded in the studio, like little demos. And um, it was kind of crazy to have so many songs that you thought were going to be your first album but then you just keep writing and it was getting better. So it was like, okay, that one lost its spot and this one's on the list. And then 
you know, that just kept happening for years. So for it to finally come out and be able to land on 14 songs that were great enough in a collection of about 200, um, it was like, whew, I can't, wow. I just couldn't wait to have it out there. And I'm still just as excited about it as the day I was when it came out because um, it took some serious time and effort and there was amazing people behind this project. So I just hope it gets all the love it deserves. And so far it's been really, really awesome. You know how you've just said you wrote like 200 songs there and it must be so hard to whittle them down. But when you do finally whittle them down to what like you want to put on the album, do you pick songs from like, obviously some from my personal experience and then do you pick some songs that are more like maybe an upbeat song that would be perfect for like a live show that people can just get up and dancing? Yeah, that was, that was a tough call because it changed throughout the process of making it so many times. Like at first we were very um, show oriented. Like we were thinking, okay, these would be great for live, but then we ended up putting some of those out as just singles before the album. So we had um, four consecutive chart singles on country radio. And those were kind of like our fun songs, like drinking with the boys, call it out. What kind of man, um, no matter what it costs, they were just kind of like fun, powerful songs for on stage. Um, and of course for listening to, and, um, then when it started coming down to picking the album songs, we went with a lot of the deeper, story songs because that's really just where I found myself feeling most at home in my music. Like I really, that's what I love to do. I love to write um, stories that make sense and maybe they're not the catchiest drinking songs ever for radio. And we can do those too, but I just felt like as a collection, I had, we had more songs that were in that realm. And they just fit together so perfectly. So it just seemed like a good bunch to go with. And then who knows, maybe we'll put out some more, some more radio style songs coming up, but I don't know. We had so many, we could, we could put out two more records with the songs that we had prior to. So. I was going to say we're 200 songs. But it's one of the tracks that was on your album was Wicked. Yes. And that's just had a new music video released for it. Yeah. And that's exactly, this is one of those songs that is kind of makes you question because I figured that was like a deeper cut that was a little bit slower and sad. You know, I'm like, nobody's going to like this song, but I love it so much. So whatever, we're putting it on there. We'll see how it goes. And it turns out like, this is the one that everybody loves the most. And radio was like this, if you're going to do any on radio, this would be the song. And, um, so to have people get behind the songs that you thought were going to be deeper cuts and say, oh, no, this could be radio. That's a good feeling, too. And to have CMT launch the music video this past week was unbelievable. That's cool. I mean, if Adele can get away with it, you certainly can. So, you know, she puts on sad songs all the time. She does. She's the queen of that. And I love her. Yeah. I, I mean, all of hers are about ex-boyfriends. I mean. God, that's true that's that would, true that would put me off wanting to date her i mean <laughs> i mean i to be fair i think she'd be put off dating me that i'm not exactly <laughs> the dell style yeah i've just got you're desperate just, to say something i, just, no, I, just I can see in your eyes you're desperate to say something he's hoping you're gonna break out some adult tunes. let's not 
No. <laughs> That's not. There's not enough tissues in the room. Maybe no, someone, maybe someone like you, but oh, oh god, man. Was that was that one of your dad puns again? Maybe. He keeps doing these dad jokes. But I thought he was going to say like te- like Taylor Swift. I was about to say Taylor Taylor. Oh. Uh, he's got like he's got an obsession with like Taylor Swift. Like, loves her music, whatever. No, I wouldn't say obsession. He's like a thirteen-year-old girl because he calls her Taylor Taylor. You call Taylor Swift Taylor Taylor? Yes, Alex. Oh, never to her face, but that's hilarious. I hope she sees this. <laughs> Yeah, if I tell you what, if she was watching this, then we've done something right. I'll be honest exactly. with you. Exactly. Keep calling her Tay Tay. You never know. Yeah, she'll probably sue me or something. <laughs> Good luck. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, <laughs> so, but um, what you know, this uh, the song "Wicked." What is like the song actually about? Yeah, well, it's about a wicked heartbreak, and I think that's why it's been so relatable. It's just that you know people can put themselves into the song no matter what their situation happened like it's just something that a lot of people go through and um I think I had been through enough of them to write maybe the next four albums but (laughs) we got to channel all of that for this one song and um it's been it's been really kind of therapeutic to have it out there and you know to be able to have something so positive come out of something that at one time in my life felt so horrible and so heartbreaking and so negative. Um, did you guys get a chance to watch the video? Oh, yes. Yeah. You did? Thank you. I'm hoping everybody... <laughs> I mean, as soon as you got a sense, yeah. We're hoping to get it out there because it's only on CMT for the next couple of days. So we're like trying to make a splash while it's on and then they pick new ones every week. So we were very lucky to be selected this okay. week and... I mean, um, it's, it is, it's, it's, it's awesome. Like it really is. It's, it's good. It's a great song. And the video just Thank like you. went hand in hand with the song so perfectly. So Thank massive you. shout out to like you and your creative team and the director of that, like it just hit the nail on the head. Thank you so much. It's been really cool to get some awesome feedback on it. Cause it was just my small team that did this and we worked together really hard on it, trying to um, make it as great as it could be. And then I think we're actually heading out to try to film another one today. Cause we just oh. want to keep this train rolling while we're on it. So yeah, you guys caught, we were almost going to be outside filming today and I was going to have to do this zoom there, but we're, we put things off a couple hours so we could make sure we get the best sunlight. So oh. we worked you guys in, you oh. know, it was well, all about you today. Uh, yeah, of course. I mean, <laughs> if and if ever you need any kind of, let's say, thirty odd year old English lads, and you know they think do a music video with them. As long yeah. as you could bring that crikey shirt, I mean, we could really use that. <laughs> I mean, it barely fits me anymore, but yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Give it a go. Um, you'd, I have can, to, you'd have to do the accent in the video. Mm-hmm. Cry, good, good eye, mate. Yeah. That wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. Just no, curious. there'll be no sound in it, so we just need your beautiful acting skills. Purposely going to make sure I was muted, were we? <laughs> that's that's what I'm getting the impression of. That's fair enough. Um, just out of curiosity, how good of accents, like on accents, are you? You know. I think terrible. They always end up being Australian at the end of the day, but I can't do it in case it was, it was really bad. We have a lot of people that follow along from Australia. So I, I would never want to offend anybody. 
well, how I, good are yours? I was, I'm I'm very good. Um, just just saying, it's the okay. only thing I'm good at. But, you already have one. Well, to me. I, I was going to say, we definitely have one for you. And we like doing this little challenge with uh, so, certain certain people. And I feel like you, you could be up for the challenge. Oh, no. What is it? It's called the Geordie accent. That is so Geordie's is what me and Blaine are. We're counted as Geordie's in Newcastle. It's uh, a type of person. Okay. It's a, it's a, it's a dialect. A of, it's a dialect. Yeah. Oh, ooh. A big Geordie. Big Big yeah. word. Yeah. So every everywhere in the UK has got like different dialects. Probably like a bit like America, you've got like your Southern Texas accents, like your New Yorker mm-hmm. accent, like mm-hmm. Californian girl yeah. accent. Well, in like London, you've got your Cockney accent. Yeah. And in Newcastle, you have your Geordies. Mm, okay. So the Geordies. And, and you're halfway here because we're from Newcastle. You're from New York, so we've got the new bit ready. Right. So I'm expecting you, you just stuff. need the castle. Um. So if I, I'll give you a phrase, and let's see how well you can say this back to us. And can I'll tell you, repeat I, it after you, like how you say it. Oh, hundred percent. Okay. Like, oh best, God. The best you can. What's the phrase? So, <clears throat> Yarit, how you doing? Like. What? Yeah. What did you say first? <laughs> Splitting the two. Yarit. So I'll, I'll do Yarit. Yarit. How you doing? Like. Yeah, Arit, how you doing, like? It's not bad at all. It's, it's not bad. It's the first bit's much better than the second bit. See, I can't. It always turns Australian. That's the only, my tongue just does that. I, it actually did. It went a bit Australian there. Sorry, I'm not doing my New Yorker accent. No, he does a really bad New York accent. I can't do it, you guys. It's so bad. But I feel like I could get it if I studied you for a while. I'm going to have to listen to some more Country Fried UK podcasts. <laughs> and then I'm going to come back on and do the whole thing in your accent. Yeah, sure. and then yeah. We'll, we'll do it in a New Yorker accent, and I'll sound like a 1920s mobster. Yes, that's, he, he, that's pretty much what it sounds like. It really does. It's so bad. <laughs> it's awful. Cheers, but, well, good. Uh, well, next time we'll catch up. We'll just we'll just flip. We'll just do accents. We'll just do mm-hmm. an entire interview on just doing accents. Exactly, and we'll just every, talk about the yeah. word. Just every now and again, we'll just say Norwegian, and just we'll start talking to, like in a Norwegian accent. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> and what we'll do is we'll have a bottle of your whiskey and coffee mm-hmm. blended together. That's, that's definitely needed. That'll just shake off the, the new accent jitters. Yeah, definitely. And whenever you don't get the accent right, you have to take a shot. Yes. Yes. Wait, when oh. you don't get it right. Yeah, when yeah, you don't, don't get it right. Because right. how many times are we actually going to get it right? This could be a great drinking game, this especially is... with social media, you know, people tuning in from all over the place. Oh, people have to, you know, how you can call people on, on what is it? Instagram lives or something. Yeah. yeah. So like you could say like people from like anyone from a different country or different state, they like have to rate it. So who does yeah. it best? And then if we win, we dr- you drink. If you win, we drink. And then next that is round. Genius. We are going to have to do this. This is so good. I'm down for this. I, I was going to say, I'm, ex- I'm excited about it now. Yeah, yeah people could be like, okay, I'm so-and-so from Scotland. That was a one. Yeah. I, I tell you what, by the end of it, you won't be able to speak English, never mind anything else. So That's so true. Gibberish. <laughs> yeah, gibberish. <laughs> but Claudia, thank you so much for spending time talking to us. It's been an absolute pleasure getting to know you and talking to you. And uh, we're really looking forward to like hopefully meeting again in the future when 
you've probably done another 168 shows by this point. That would be amazing. I can't wait. And um, hopefully we can catch up again, do some accents, and I can tell you about some more shows and new music. And see what other products you've uh, come out with by this point. Yeah, we'll see. (laughs) What you should have is a hoisa hot sauce. Ooh, I like that. Literally, I think next time I go to America, I'm just going to walk into Walmart and there's just going to be a Claudia section. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, you never know. There's some cardboard cutouts floating around. (laughs) That would be awesome. Well, we hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Have a great evening and we will speak to you next time. Thank you so much, you guys. Cheers. Have a good one. Bye. Well, that was uh, Claudia Hoiza. Um, And we found out as well that a movie was on Netflix. Yeah, still yet. I mean, to find very it. small part. I know. I can't find it. Um, Claudia, you're gonna have to like send us the link or something. Just remind us the title uh, again, just to make sure we are looking at the right thing. But uh, no, what what a woman. Yeah, it's, uh, it's fun hearing like people going down different avenues. Like both with us with our jobs, like we dabble in different stuff and. I went to the union, did business. So it's like nice to see like somebody who's got the head screwed on. Who like someone actually successful. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> like if you think about it, it's good to have your fingers in different pies and that because like basically you don't have all all your eggs in one basket. Yes. So it's nice to like literally have like and stuff that you're passionate in, like so music, coffee, whiskey, acting. Yeah, I mean, Claudia, if you want to expand your business, you know, get us get us uh, involved. We'll get your product out in the UK. You know, all we ask for is a little little yeah. side. Do you know what? She should sad bucket like a uh, Claudia umbrella. A Claudia umbrella. <laughs> I'm telling you, that Heuser hot sauce that's going to be huge. Heuser, Heuser. I'm trying to think what goes with Heuser. Soy sauce, <laughs> soya. <laughs> I'm just, try, just trying know. to think of anything. But it does, like, I can see why you're going with that, because it's like, hoi-ya, hoi No, I wasn't, I, generally, I just, I was thinking hoi and soya. I wasn't thinking anything of, like, the well, She could bring out soya milk. She could bring out soya milk. Which could go in line, in line Claudia with Claudia soya? No, I'm, I'm intrigued to see where it's going, like, because um, she's just like, a, a, I don't even know, like, what the word is, like, a mixed bag of tricks. I think it's the term. I thought you were going to say chips there. <laughs> Mixed bag of chips. <laughs> no, to the fact where, like, I literally think she could put her hand to anything and she'll be able to do it. Come do my job. Yeah. Right. Fix cars, Claudia. Do it. And Alex will switch lives with you. 100%. But uh, we're talking about somebody who can turn the hand to a little bit of everything is our dear friend Charlotte. Yeah, Um, cocktail maker. Yeah, because when we had spoke to her, she was on her break from work and she works in a bar and she was literally saying how many, what was it that she was making? Oh, not woo-hoos. Not woo-woo. Purple rains? No. Porn star martinis, isn't it? Ah, that's it, porn star martinis. It's the one you have the champagne in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, Somehow, I don't even know why there's such a big obsession in the UK now. It's like anywhere where you go, like if it's a boutique, like bar, everywhere serves them, like slug and lettuce have them. And it's always two for one as well, which is dangerous. Yeah. But they, they seem to love them. Nothing wrong with a porn star martini. I, I mean, I never have one, but it's got alcohol in. No, there's a... Bonus. Eh? <laughs> just, just alcohol. Just 
It's a bonus. Yeah. Cocktails aren't for me. Like they're too um too sweet. I'm not a sweet guy. No, you're definitely not a sweet guy. No. But um but yeah, so when we caught up with um Charlotte, Charles. she was at work and uh that is just another person who can turn a heart into anything. So how about yeah. we get into Charlotte's interview? Yeah, so let's see what she's got to say. So we are now joined by one of our good friends and UK country star, Charlotte Young. Hi Charlotte, how's things? Hi Charlotte. Hello, hi everyone. Good to be back. Oh, it's nice to have you on. Um, one thing that I want to actually say is congratulations because uh, you also got engaged uh, soon after we met. Um, I did. Yeah. Oh, showing off the ring there very quickly. Just a little bit. <laughs> Not that people can see it, but you can check out the Instagram <laughs> for that one. I was going to say, I thought you were going because it was so small. I thought, blooming it, all right. <laughs> I was going to say, if, he, if, if your fiancé listens, he's just going to think, all right, I'll, I'll take it back. No, it's the best. It's the best ring ever. <laughs> Excellent. Well, once again, congratulations. Because uh, we, we got, uh, well, you've uh, posted out the news and it wasn't that long after the British Country Music Awards in uh, London. Yeah, it was basically to the month. Like, it was pretty much to the month exactly after I hung out with you guys. And it was really fun. We got to meet all these people that we spoke to online. I'm sure it felt the same for you guys. That oh, yeah. It was like, I remember going up to people and being like, are you this person? Because I was like 90% sure. Um, but I suppose because we hadn't had that interaction, it was a little bit like difficult type yeah. thing. Um, but yeah, no, exactly. It was pretty much the month after. So yeah. That's awesome. No, I mean, uh, British Country Music Awards, that, that was such a fun night. Uh, it was quite surreal because that was the first time we actually met in person as well. And uh, there were some drinks getting uh, down to that time. There was a few Jim Beams, I believe. Overpriced Jim Beams. Oh, well, That's all I'll say. Yeah, I can't remember. I was drinking... Uh, you can't put a price on a good time. <laughs> hey, oh, that, that was smooth. Uh, you tell the bank balance that. Like, <laughs> HSBC phoned me up and just went, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> See, it was a shock for me being from like the Midlands because I would say that we like our double Jim Beam... And stuff tends to be like, I don't know, six pounds or something like that. So it's a shock for me, but I know it's even cheaper for you guys at North. Yeah. So I imagine that you coming to London and having to pay a fortune. It was a fun night, but there were some expensive whiskeys. Oh, yeah. There was Knobs Creek. Yeah. Yeah, that. that's the one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can't forget it. I mean, when you got a name like Knobs <laughs> Creek, it's going to stick in your head. So one of memorable my, experience. One of my highlights of that night was meeting um obviously yourself and your fiance and your guitarist. Yes. Oh, what yeah. a character. Like well, he I had the bidding war on that that's guitar. The thing I remember is when he had that bidding war on the guitar, and he was like, Oh no, I'm winning. And I was like, <laughs> He's he just the was most like, chaotic little soul. He ran over <laughs> and he's like, I've done a thing, and I'm like, Carrick, what are you doing? Yeah, I swear he got up the seven hundred pounds at one point. And he just yep. got outbid. Yeah. And he just, like, I tell you what, the his facial expression when he got outbid was priceless. Because when he got the 700 pounds and he realized he won that bid and no one was saying anything, like you could see his eyes just like in his eyes told the story of like, holy shit, this is it. I've just That's lost. What happens when you wind him up and you let him loose. Yeah, I was like, do you want a drink? And he was like, yeah, whiskey. And then, <laughs> and then I got this would be the last one. And he was like, I just wanted to be involved. <laughs> that is him to a tea. Like, I'm very lucky with the people I work with that um, 
they are genuinely like family to me. And I've known Carrick like 10 years now. Um, and he's been from the very start of my journey. So letting him loose on the country music scene was one of my favourite things I've ever done. Because I was like, just watch him go and talk to all these people and bidding on a, a very expensive guitar. Yeah, I don't even know why it was expensive. There was some significance to it. It was signed it. by somebody. It was signed by someone. I think but everybody had signed it. Like everyone there that day, like all the performers. Like I know that Jay Helliwell signed it um, and quite a few others did. Um, but I think it might have been specially made or something. There was, there was a big significance, but it got bidded and bidded and bidded because characters kept making it higher and higher. And I know, higher. I know they, they should have gave him a percentage that night. <laughs> yeah, they should have thanked totally. him. But um, timeshare guitar, yeah. Imagine that would have been awesome. Um, but m- the reason why we have you here tonight well, not here, but on our screen um, <laughs> is uh, you've got a new single coming out, yes, uh, I do. Yeah, four hours, four years. That's no, the one, that's you the got boy. it. So, tell us a little bit about it, yeah. So, basically, um, this is the first song i've released in just over a year um you guys remember when i released coffee and conversations last night um and that was really cool and then i sort of went quiet for a bit mainly because i just had a bit of mental health going on like it's nothing major but i think when you deal with the pandemic it was difficult for everybody and i sort of just disappeared for a bit i didn't really know what i wanted to do i was a little bit absent on social media and i just was a bit lost um and i wasn't sure in what direction i wanted to go so I've thought of a plan this year. Um, I can't reveal everything, oh. obviously, but I can tell you little bits. Classic Charlotte Young teasing has returned. Um, but four hours, four years is essentially me telling the world that I've come back. I'm still here. I'm still creating music. Um, and I've very much drawn into some of my influences that people don't always speak about because you know people don't just listen to one genre i'm sure you guys are the same you don't just listen to country music listen to everything um and for me i am still in my emo phase um and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that and i drew i drew on that a bit with four hours it's sort of punchy and angry and there's a little bit of overdriving guitar in there and it's because the way i've the way i see it is that emotion isn't one-sided four hours sounds really mad and upset and infuriated and pissed off and whatever but it's not like when you strip it down just to lyrics it's deeply sad about this person who's in this committed relationship for a long time and then replaced within four hours and it's sort of that reality of how replaceable are you truly to other people um and it's just yeah I think it's a niche that not everyone speaks about you know we all talk about someone moving on but i don't know if we ever talk about how quickly they can do that um and that's what four hours is about very good so that's uh well a fantastic thing like been over a year since your last single and uh you must be excited to actually get something new out and start hopefully kind of start fresh again yeah totally i mean i think the thing that works well with me not to you know, sound arrogant in any way, but I'd like to say I've always been a little bit unpredictable. And um, you can never tell what I'm going to come out with. I mean, one minute I'll release something pop country, the next I'll release something retro, and then it'll be something ballady. And I I like to just spread my wings a bit and go as fast as I can and do 
as many things as I can without it being same because people put so much time and energy into supporting me. I never want them to be bored with what I do. I never want to be forgotten. I want to keep surprising people. Um, and I think people aren't necessarily expecting this punchy side because I haven't really released anything punchy since Whiplash, really. Like, On the Loose had elements of it, but it's a lot more retro, whereas Four Hours, Four Years is sort of embracing a bit of the emo culture in there, so that should appeal to some people. Um, but it's exciting for me because I feel like I've proved to myself that I can still do this. You know, like I think I had a bit of imposter syndrome going on and I just wanted to say to everybody that, oh, did I lose you? There we go. I'm back. <laughs> You're still there. <laughs> I think it cut for a sec. I don't know how. Um, but yeah, I had a case of like imposter syndrome and I felt a bit all over the place. And this is me saying, I'm back. I'm here. Here's something a little bit different. Here's another taster of what I can do. Um, you haven't seen the last of me type thing. So, yeah. yeah like music Tourette's. Yeah, one thing that struck us about the song was like you just said, like the emo thing. When we got the preview and we listened to it, I was a big fan of like people like The Offspring, like Blink-182, like sort yeah. of that. And you can't like hear the little vibes of that because it is sort of very sort of guitar-y. But I love it because it's sort of played like, did you play it acoustically and electrically on there? Yeah, exactly. Electric, so um, electrically. I played an acoustic layer, but lovely little character you met. Um, he <laughs> has these like really harsh, like chugged overdrivey chords and then it comes in really thick and fast in the chorus and yeah you're totally right it's got a moodiness to it it's got a pop punk element because like I, I grew up loving blink and like bands like that so yeah that's where that comes from it's good because i i feel with artists nowadays as well they have to sort of keep reinventing themselves like showing that they've got different elements to them um and it's absolutely awesome that you can like delve into different yeah. genres like you were saying and then like tie it all in together so be really exciting to see what comes out if there is an album to follow all this what kind of like other themes are going to be on it yeah no exactly i mean but that's exactly what i want to capture is i would say that so far my music has been quite diverse and that's all i want to do is continue to bring something that you're not expecting because i mean i just think there's so much you can do in the realm of country music why would I stay in one lane? I may as well just do a little bit of everything as long as I'm staying authentic to my lyrics and authentic to myself and being open and honest with the supporters of my music and stuff, then I don't think I can go wrong, really. No. Like, because we're creating something new and it's fun. Well, that's it. And as long as you're under that bracket of a singer-songwriter, you don't have to be in any yeah. genre. Like, look at Ed Sheeran for that case. He can dip exactly anything like that. And it's fantastic, but yeah. but it's an exciting time in your career as well because was it you were managed by Scarlet River, was it? That's right, yeah. It was managed by uh, the wonderful Scarlet River Management. They are so fantastic. And they've now um, formed a PR company. So I sadly no longer work just under Rachel, who is so important to my journey. I'll never stop being thankful to her. She's fantastic. Um, but she is continuing her work as PR. Um, and I do get to work with them every now and then. So that's really cool. Oh, that's, that's unbelievable. So are you a free agent of this present time? <laughs> I am a free agent. Totally. You know, I mean, I work with some people consistently, of course. I mean, 
worked with a very talented producer of the name of Tyler Spicer. Um, and he's brilliant. You know, he was nominated for Musician of the Year at the BCMAs. Um, I've worked with him before. I met him on my first two records because he was my bass player. Um, but now he produces for me. So he produced this song. He produced Four Hours. Um, he produced the version of On the Loose with Georgia Nevada. And he produced with Flash Acoustic. He's So he's very much, I still work with him. Um, I work with Dark Duck in Sweden, which is really cool. And I work with country music, social media, but other, in terms of like actual management, I'm essentially free and floating around. You know, if we set up our management company, record label, we'll be one of the first I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. We'll drink whiskey. We'll talk about tattoos. It'll be great. Yeah, that could be dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you talk about tattoos, I'll drink. Um, <laughs> so when is the date, the release date for this? The release date is this Friday. So it's, it's coming very, very soon. It's coming out on the 27th of May. Oh. Um, you know, there hasn't been loads of stuff built up for it because I sort of wanted to go a bit different this time. I wanted to release the single and then focus on content for it do things maybe I've not done before with it um, because I'm doing this by myself, right? Like I'm figuring it out. Um, we're seeing how it goes. We're seeing how people react to it. I am pleased to say that in terms of the pre-save campaign, people have really responded to the pre-save. It's the most pre-saves I've ever had on anything. Um, so this is really exciting for me. That's awesome. Well, I'm so excited to see where this, this single takes you. I think it's like, Absolutely fantastic, and everyone's in for a treat that hasn't heard it yet. Thank you so much, and no, I appreciate that. I mean, I like to keep things country-flavoured, that's all I say. Um, I think you can definitely hear, like, the banjoey parts and, and whatever, and there's definitely elements of country songwriters in there, but it's I think it's just a bit of everything, um, and I sort of like leaning into that, you know? So, yeah, it's cool. Amazing. Well, Charlotte, obviously you're at work. So we should I actually, am. you should actually probably go back to work um, unless they, <laughs> like, unless you've just kind of just like hidden out and they probably think you've gone home, but. I, I mean, I'm on a break, so we're all good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, that, that is the case as I am sadly at work with, with an adult job, rest in peace. No, it sucks, doesn't it? <laughs> Welcome to the real world. Yeah. Not long though, I'm hoping. I mean, I love it here. I, I genuinely really like my job, but, uh, you know, musician's the dream, I'm sure, as we all know. A hundred percent. Yes, we're we're in the same boat, minus the musical side of things. Yeah, hey, you guys are in, you're like musically adjacent though. Uh, yeah, we're so we're attached to it, like in a different subcategory. But yeah, <laughs> because we haven't got the talent. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I just, wouldn't say that's true. Don't be silly. Oh, but uh, just one more thing left for you to do. Would it be all right for you to um, announce the new song? Yeah, definitely. Um, so I'm Charlotte Young, and I'm really excited to announce that you're going to hear the brand new single, Four Hours, Four Years, available May 27th. Awesome. Well, thank you, Charlotte, and we will speak to you next time. Thanks, guys. See you soon. Hey. Hitting, get me at your head and get me at your
your heart. Ain't it funny how all of your friends jumped right up to my defense? Won't you tell me what you think about that? Take her to Cause I'm.